Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. May 4, 2019, the Interslow Exit Fast Edition. First, on this day of May the 4th be with you, we add a somber note on the passing of Peter Mayhew, the original Chewbacca in the Star Wars series. Farewell to Chewie. You were a great addition. First up, like many boys of my generation, I had a model airplane that I flew. Uh, I didn't last too long in the uh, amateur aviation industry, but it's a very well-known and fanatical group of folks, many working at NASA. And it turns out that they are stopping Google and others from uh, obtaining licenses for home delivery via drone. The American, excuse me, the Academy of Model Aeronautics has been an unexpected, powerful opponent in the race to get drone delivery available, largely because they want to be exempted from the requirements that are being considered around drones, such as, put, such as putting on a $1,000 transponder on airplanes. So it's interesting to see how part of my past actually still is around. Next up, uh, the Trump administration has decided that U.S. companies can sue uh, Cuban companies over seized property uh, uh, expropriated at the time of the Cuban Revolution, and Exxon has sued two Cuban companies in the U.S. federal court. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and perhaps even more interesting to see how they would actually collect the money going forward. Next up, in an article in the Wall Street Journal about the great... Brazilian racer Michael Senna. Uh, He wrote a book on leadership back in the 90s. He died in uh, 1992, I believe. Um, But uh, his book was released 25 years ago, and it's called Principles of Race Driving. And it's largely about his uh, great ability as a racer, but there was one uh, thing that really struck me about the book as it applies to the compliance field. And Senna was known for uh, taking risks of in racing, but they were all calculated risk. In other words, he managed risks. And one of the things he did differently was when you would come to a hairpin turn, uh, many drivers tried to break at the last minute, then make the turn and get out. He had a different method, which was to take a safer approach to slow down at the entrance, adopt the shortest, most direct line through the bend. But then there was a third tactic, which was hitting uh, the exit speed button, i.e. pedal, much faster than his competitors. And it struck me that that's a great way to think about third-party risk management. Finally, we have a story from the New York Times about uh, Uber going public and its continued embarrassment over Travis Kalanick. It's a great story. Uh, Kalanick wanted to be up on the dais when they rang the bell or lowered the hammer uh, at the New York Stock Exchange, and that was denied. The company is still trying to push past Kalanick's legacy and his name, although he still sits on the board. So uh, if you've got a toxic founder, it could be toxic for a long time. Farewell, Chewy. I released another episode of Popcorn and Compliance today. Uh, Jay Rosen and I were joined by Sean Friedland to take a look at the recently released Marvel Cinematic Universe Endgame. 
We recently premiered two new shows on the Compliance Podcast Network in Modern Medium. Paris Fox takes a look at how you go through the process of designing art and why it's so important for the compliance practitioner to utilize these skills in their communications with their uh, employees. In Forensically Speaking, Jonathan Marks helps you understand the forensic side of compliance.